How's it going, everyone? It's Rob and Johnny. Welcome to episode 12 of the MM Arcade podcast. Rob, mm. how are you doing, man? I'm doing really well, mate, and I'm pumped for another another episode, another week. Let's get into it. Dude, and we wanted to say at the start of this episode, because we haven't mm. been mentioning it over the past few, but if you are here, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please do like the video. Please do subscribe. It really mm. does help. I would love to see a bunch of, of new likes on this video. I think we reached like 500 in the last episode. Let's go for 600. Let's see if we can do that. <laughs> yeah, but tell, genuinely, it helps. Tell your friends. Share it around. <laughs> yeah, tell your friends to come watch the podcast. <laughs> and, and, and also, just reading through the comments, like I cannot, I cannot tell you how much it fuels us to continue making these. And it just increases our investment in it knowing you guys sure. are just hanging for that next episode and you guys are enjoying the content to such a degree so thank you very much for everyone that leaves a comment yeah thank you for everyone for criticizing me for not liking apple crumble <laughs> Mate, i still think you're off and to, to all the ones to, to everybody that said they don't like apple crumble either like you had the courage I, to I, say it Good on you. I'm proud of you. Man, man how much did Johnny pay you? <laughs> like, that's all I can say because you guys are lost. Uh, that was the funniest bit about the comments last week, I swear. <laughs> Mate, I would I would probably steamroll a dude for an apple crumble right now. I'm so hungry. Skinny, skinny, skinny Rob is just hating life right now. Not, not long now to your fight, man. Like We keep creeping on it really quickly. It is. It's only about five weeks away now. That's um, insane. That's yeah, insane. Uh, look at this jawline, mate. Look at this. Mm, look yeah, this you're jawline. becoming skinny, Rob. It's it's mate, really I'm happening. Just, I'm withering away week <laughs> by week. I want to see like a time lapse of when we started to now. I'm just like the wither, you know, this, just how much smaller I've gotten. I reckon it would be significant. It's actually fantastic. But again, we are excited to see that. But we've got some more UFC. Last week was a little bit light on with the fights and the news. Yeah. At least this weekend, uh, we have. Uh, look, he's he's a Kiwi. He's a New Zealander. They're effectively our brothers, right? So mm-hmm. we, we got to talk, talk about, about Kai Kara France versus Amir Albazi, a UFC fight night. We've also got some games news, what we're watching, playing, and questions. Answering your questions. If you have any questions, please let us know in the comments. As Rob says, we we always do read every single comment, and we're trying to grab as many as possible for each episode. So. Rob, let's start because you just started, you were watching the previous Kaikara France fight against Moreno. Um, Would love to get your thoughts on what you think about his matchup this weekend against Amir Albazi. I would. And you know what? I'll start with my relationship with Kai and their team. Okay. So a while ago, I did a segment on main event where Mm. I didn't want to talk to Kai because I was fighting out of Sanya. You know, their best mates. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't want to try and put on that journalist face, pretend that I was like, you know what I mean? I don't like I fake do. stuff. So I just stayed quiet and all. Um, stayed quiet during the entire interview and just let him do his thing, talk talk mm-hmm. to, to Volk that was sitting next to me, their friends as well, and uh, let it roll. But since then, I've come a long way. Uh, I've let go of all that stuff because it just wasn't worth it. And um, you know, I'm, I liked Kai then, but I can I can openly say it now. Like I, I think Kai's a phenomenal fighter. I think he's ah oh, Bar Marino. I would ha- I would ha- I would say he's one of the the top you know flyweights in the world. Um, mm. Probably second only to Marino due to their last contest. But honestly, yeah, um, that Marino that showed up uh, when 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 they fought that second time was a mm. different Marino. You saw Marino come into that fight with a championship mindset, a guy that had gone, I think at that point, he had gone 10 rounds with Figueredo. And yeah. um, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, lo- maybe more because he lost. So I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was a draw. He won, then he lost. Then he fought Kai. Insane. Okay, so that's <laughs> insane. Let, let's just, I don't want to go on a tangent just yet, but. I'll mate, do it, Rob. Rob. Do it. No, no, I'll hold it. But anyway, Marino had three title uh, defenses, attacks, defenses, title yeah. fights. He had three title fights mm-hmm. in that interim between, um, to, before fighting Kaiko France, and you saw him go into that fight with a championship mentality. He he broke yeah. down their first fight. He saw his advantages, 
and said, how can we make this easier? What can I bring into this second fight? Which is always a tricky thing with rematches. What can yeah. I bring into this second fight to, to change the outcome? Because, and we, we saw that with takedown attempts. We saw that with, with, with um, you know, him trying to, to take it to the ground, with pushing the pace earlier and, um, you know, to, to, to a lot of success. He, you, you can see his team looked at the amount of success he had with the body shots. And whilst in the first fight, he didn't do any significant damage to, to Kai. That, that, that we can see, okay? Body shots are investments. Yeah. They always pay, okay? But we saw them landing in that first contest. And mm. what you can see in that second fight, him really trying to exploit the body. He was really working in those left rips. He was really working in those switch left kicks, which he had such success with in their first pairing. And uh, mm. that's ultimately what won in the fight is just chipping away at that body, then landing the significant liver shot and, and, and getting the TKO that way. But, uh, you know, Kai, Kai, I think, behind Marino. So I just end up speaking up Marino so much, <laughs> so much for <laughs> trying to speak up Kai. But I guess this is what plays into how good Kai is. Marino has taken – you know, three title fights in between their, their their first and second fight. Yeah. He's fighting Kai, the best version of Marino, the current champion right now, especially when you see the way he came in and fought Figueredo again after Kai. Yeah. And I think Kai on a good night beats Marino still be okay. just because of that first fight and just because of how dominant Kai has been in that division. Yeah. Yeah. And I – I know a lot of people when it comes to his fight this weekend because, you know, he's not necessarily going in as the favorite. I, I think it's fair to say that Emil Abazi is is the favorite. He's 4-0 in a UFC, really good record. Is, I think Is he really the favorite? I would say no. I would, I've read a few predictions because usually <clears throat> before I prepare for the podcast, I always like look at what Sports Kedar and other outlets are saying mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. inform myself a little bit. Yeah, they are saying Amir Abazi. Maybe I don't know if the, if he's the bookie's favorite, but a lot of people are saying that he would be the favorite going in because Kai Kara mm. has just come off of a loss. Obviously, Abazi's coming off a few wins. Yes, they haven't I been against the biggest well. names. You're correct, um, mm-hmm. but he's he's just being touted as the favorite from what I can see. I, I, I'm going to look at like the the betting odds because that's usually a good indicator. But that's what yeah, I saw yeah. when I did the research. Have a have a sus on Unibet. Shout out Unibet. <laughs> Unibet. Yeah, have, have a sus and look at the odds because him being the underdog in this fight would absolutely blow my mind. I cannot, let's, I cannot see. see, I cannot see that happening because honestly, Kai Kai is he has to be. Oh, Bar Marino, he has to be the most dangerous dude in the division. He has to be. He's just got. He's got that one-shot knockout power, and that that is rare in that division. Mm. And but it's also always a threat, especially in that division where they're so much faster, they have so much pace, yeah. and they're dangerous for the entire time. Uh, yeah. You saw I'll tell you him. What, the, Rob, the, I, I just mm-hmm. I just figured it out. So he is like short odds by a cent on Unibet. Okay. Kai Kai Francis at a dollar ninety-one. Amir Abazi is at a dollar ninety. So technically, he's the favorite on Unibet. <laughs> that is that is such an I feel like that is such an injustice because I told Kai, you. <laughs> Kai has been dismantling guys, man. Like he's got oh yeah, he's been he's had a lot of hard fights. And you know, he's I, I believe He's not a picture-perfect fighter, but I think he's well-rounded yeah. enough and he knows what he's good at and he double-downs on his strengths, okay? Mm. I, don't, I don't think Amir Albazi has the experience to yeah. not fall into a trap set by Kai. I've, we've seen Amir get dropped in fights prior, which is always a, a – a, a worrying sign when you're fighting mm. a power puncher like Kai Kara France. Yeah. And and you said like his experience is definitely not to the level of Kai Kara France. Like his last fight was against 
uh, as someone that was just debuting in in the UFC, Alessandro Costa, and then he versed Figueredo's brother, who's obviously not as good. So in terms of like the echelon of fighters that he's fought, it doesn't compare to Kaikara France, but he's still on a little bit of a roll. So I can understand why yeah. some people are giving him the edge. Well, and I think the depth, I think, and we can look at Amir Albazi's record and, and well, not record, and journey to the title, uh, to, to this fight, I guess. Yeah. We, can, we can look at his journey to this fight, fighting for a, what, what, what would this be? Contender spot, number one contender? It, I think that's what, yeah, I think so. It, it would have to be close to, you know, they're headlining a card. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, if we, the depth of the flyweight division, okay, and not only the depth, the skill level and the skill dis- dis- discrepancy between the top five, the top yeah. 10, the top 15, top 20, okay, it's just not there. It's not your middleweight divisions. It's not your welterweight divisions where there's 200, like, when there's 100, 150 plus fighters yeah. and f- the difference between the top five and the top 10 is minuscule and the difference between the top five to 10 to the top 30 is almost not non-existent, okay? Yeah. These guys, I, I feel like Kai has fought the cream of the crop of the flyweight division, you know, mm. fighting Marino twice, who's now the current champ, okay? Fighting him twice gives you a level of experience that you can't get unless mm. you fight someone of that caliber you know and yeah. and uh, and we can say just looking at the facts Amir Albazi hasn't got that experience he is four fights into the UFC okay four fights mm. into the UFC four fights in the UFC his last fight was against a a guy that was just just debuting for his first fight first showing in the UFC and now he's fighting mm. for a number one contender spot you know, hats off to him. Very happy for him to get this shot. I think everyone deserves a shot. But when we're looking at betting favorites, when we're looking at at odds, I feel like <laughs> they are doing Kai a disservice because Kai That's has fair. that champion championship experience in fighting Marino, and he's just got knockout power. He's got a very dangerous yeah. skill set. Knows what he's going to go in there and look for. And Amir has to try and. You know, not fall for those traps, which Kai's very crafty at setting up. Yeah, and not just Moreno, Askarov, Garbrandt. Like he's he's fought some some really really tough fighters. So this, I, I when I was writing my notes, I said this is going to be Albazi's for sure, his biggest challenge in the UFC yeah. bar none. And if he can overcome this hurdle, I I, I don't know. I, I still think it's tough to say. Yeah, he gets the the title shot next, but because of the featherweight division and the way things are, yeah, who else do you give it to? Is the big question? Figueroa yeah, and Moreno exactly. fought the, how, the a, a million times already. The death isn't there. Yeah, and, and well, I, you, it's also exciting. It's exciting. These two guys are very exciting fighters. So I think because that's another thing that sells title fights is coming in there as the yeah. underdog, coming out of nowhere, like Pereira did against yeah. Adesanya, coming out of nowhere, yeah. steamrolling Kai. You know, gets him that shot, gets him that limelight, that that promotion yeah. and that title shot in Abu Dhabi, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's funny. I watched him actually speaking on an interview and it's funny how sometimes guys have such conviction uh, in, in, you know, in what's going to happen in the fight that you start mm. to fall for it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell into it. I was like, dude, this guy, Sounds unstoppable. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think this guy could ever lose. It's, you know, but, but yeah. I remember he's fighting Kai. Guy's a dangerous dude. He's put away a lot of <laughs> a lot of good guys. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to so, ask you then, Rob. Like, I know you don't like to give predictions because you you think you're like not that good at them. But I do like the fence. You do like the fence. Where are you leaning? Yeah. For this, I'm one? leaning towards Kai. I I think yeah. I think the odds don't do him justice. Justice. Kai's got the experience under his belt. He yeah. hits hard as nails. Yeah. You saw Marino's trying to take him down in that in that second fight. He was defending them, got some good positions from the scrambles. Yeah, um, yeah I think yeah, I think Kai's gonna land a right bomb. You I, don't, I just don't see I don't I just don't see Amir being able to avoid that shot the entire fight. To, it, yeah. He's a little open sometimes, you know, and especially on the right side. And I can see um, 
you know, Kai craftily setting up a trap and, and luring him into that right hand. It's going to be yourself. very interesting to watch. Yeah, I, I look, my heart says Kai Kara France, but I, I'm i going to go with my head, and I think Albazi's got a lot of confidence right now, as you said, like the way he was speaking about it. I'm just going to go with him, just to just to be the, the devil's advocate, and we'll see what happens after the weekend. At least at the end of it, one of us is going to be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's that's the main event for 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 the UFC for ESPN forty six. Yep. There's uh you know I was looking at the card right now and mm-hmm. there are some other like it's always fun watching Alex Caceres fight, but um there's some there's a lot of old heads on this card. We well, there were even, even more Rob, but before all those fights were cancelled, like Misha Tate was meant to be fighting, like. Just yeah. so many cancelled shots. We, we have Jim Miller. Tim, you know what's funny about Tim Elliott? I thought he was so much older than he is because I just feel like he's been in wars <laughs> since <laughs> I started watching UFC. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's 36. You know, but he, he's only 36. <laughs> Jim Miller's an old head. Andre yeah. Olovsky is an old head. Oh, you man. know. But let me just say uh, shout out to, to, to Malarkey. We're going we're gonna to fellow Aussie on the card. Malarkey's in there doing his thing, fighting Oh, is, is he on the prelim? He is. He is. Oh, there you, yeah, yeah, I can see him. So, oh, there uh, you go. wish him all the best. Love seeing that guy get in there and scrap, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, that's that's UFC on ESPN 46. Absolutely. And, and next week we will be talking about our predictions for UFC 289 coming up with like Nunes and Oliveira and Darius. I'm very excited for that one. I, I can't wait to, to talk about that. But so am I. It'd be good to have some 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 filled cards. Well, like a big cut, like a like a main card, <laughs> like a big yeah, main event. like a yeah, a jaw dropper. You know, we need yeah. we need some oh, some meat. <laughs> well, here's here's the funny thing. After that, it's it's fight nights until until your fight until until your card. Until UFC yeah, two two ninety five five <laughs> weeks ago, five weeks away. International Fight Week, mate. It is creeping cl- ever closer. I, I forgot to ask, and I, I literally haven't uh, asked you even off the off the mic. But when do you usually fly out for those things? And are we going to be able to record a podcast that week? <laughs> um, ooh, we'll have to check on times the to- the timing yeah. schedule because uh, mm. it's yeah. We'll, we'll we'll check on times, but if the fans. The fans want to hear it. I, I can give you an update on fight week for sure. You know, early right. in the week, close yeah. to the to the end of it, I kind of get um, fed up with speaking about stuff. They usually have, especially <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> international fight week getting yeah. in there. There's going to be so much press and so much work to do. Um, yeah. But I, I I I am with the idea of of getting one in. You know, for our for our devoted and loyal fans, have to. But uh, Look, if when, we need to record a hell of time, we can when you, when you're a bit more fresh and less. Again, I'll pretend. Life. I'll pretend I'm in fight week. <laughs> no, I'll just <laughs> dehydrate myself and talk in, in the future sense. But uh, <laughs> I usually it depends where I'm fighting. But for Vegas, yeah. it's usually about twelve days. We found mm. that's a sweet spot for Vegas. So um, okay, mm. cool. Well, moving on, we got uh, some games news to talk about. It it's not the biggest weeks in, ter- in terms of games games news. Like last week, we had the PlayStation Showcase. In the coming weeks, we have loads of showcases to talk about, like Xbox, Ubisoft, Devolver Digital. There's a ton of stuff happening. So, if anything, this is one of the quieter weeks. But we do have some big, big releases that have just dropped or are about to drop, but we have reviews to talk about. So, two of the biggest releases happening in the next uh, week or so: Street Fighter VI and Diablo. So both of those have been reviewed really, really damn well. Street Fighter VI, 92 out of 100 on Open Critic. How's this for a line, Rob, all right? The best fighting game we've seen in the last decade. People are absolutely raving about like Street Fighter VI. Like it's legit one of the best fighting games that we've ever yeah. seen. I, I, I think... Are, are we, yeah, go on. I think, I think Street Fighter's always done it right, done it well, okay? Yeah. I. I do feel like they started getting a little distracted around four and five, and <laughs> you know, hundred percent. But did. yeah, but but not as distracted as every other fight company. <laughs> gotta give it, gotta give them that. I feel like every other fight company kind of got really distracted. Like, what can we do different to separate <laughs> us from the rest of the fight industry? And yeah, well, they didn't focus enough on fighting. Uh, honestly, yeah. Street 
probably Street Fighter and Smash Bros. The two, the the two bike games. Oh no, I'll throw Tekken in there as well. Tekken's pretty good too. I tell you what, Rob. I saw someone else was talking about it the other day. This is a year that we have Street Fighter Six, the reboot of Mortal Kombat, and Tekken Eight in the same freaking year. Can't they just talk to each other and split it up a little bit? Because it's insane for all like the top three fighting games in the world to be dropping in the same year. It's we're actually back in, we're back in 1990s. Like we're back in the 2000s. Let's like go. Street Fighter 2 era. It's going to be sick. And 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 to to we we are going to be keeping our promise. Like Rob and I, we do have Street Fighter 6 codes. We have to wait until the game actually launches for like the online service mm-hmm. to be on so mm-hmm. we can verse each other. So whether we do it like as a as a clip of, as part of the podcast, we release it as a short or just like a standalone video on YouTube, it will go up at some stage once we get some time. A short might be good because uh, yeah, less less snipping and cutting and everything, and then we yep. can reference to the short and yep. get all those juicy views. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it but it but it also opens up the avenue of just uh, we can we can if the fans want it and they ask and the commenters comment yeah. about it, we can do more different sort of challenges. We can play different games yep. just because of how much easier it'll be. We just jump on, smash yep. it out, record the viewing and then you yeah. know, upload as a clip. Much The accessibility, I guess, is just For sure, better. for sure. And then obviously on top of Street Fighter Six, Diablo. So Diablo <laughs> 4, one of the quotes that I have here, it's a stunning sequel with a near-perfect endgame and progression design that makes it absolutely excruciating to put down it's going to be heading into early access from tomorrow if you've pre-ordered it and then the actual official launch is coming on june 6 next week like rob I, this is an awkward time for you because you are in fight camp and a title like diablo is dropping how are you going to manage no, that man <laughs> it's 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 you've got it wrong mate it is oh, perfect for me okay really? perfect okay for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and i'll explain i'll explain so Hopefully, all the fight fans are still hanging around. They, they love this tidbit. So, as as the camp comes to a head, yeah. I, you know, all the fight fans have already left. They're gone. No, they're still they're here. All, I'm telling you. And, and all the gaming dudes are like, "Oh, he's talking about fighting again." Let's I'm out of here. So we've just lost all our listeners at this point. <laughs> but as as the camp goes on, then the closer we get to the fights, it kind of goes into like a steady gradient with a peak, and then we start tapering off. So, like. The, the taper off is we're not getting any harder, but we're kind of just going steady. Right. You know, the low, the intensity is probably just as high. It's just the amount of load. So doing less. And then mm-hmm. fight week itself, we go 12 days early. There's not much work to be done at that point. The work's done. It's just yeah. like maybe an hour a day getting in there, moving around. Mm-hmm. Mate, and I'm away. I'm in, I'm in Vegas. 12 days out. I've only got to be there for an hour a day to shadow spa. I've got no kids. Mm. I've got no wife. Okay. I've got just me, myself, <laughs> and my laptop. Mate, I kid you not, I right. will sit there for like massive 12-hour sessions, longer. Like <laughs> It's the perfect time to, to have uh, a game. Because I've, I was I've actually had- wrong. I've had games where, I've, no, I mean, I've had camps where I don't know what to play and I sit there just mm. stupefied doing nothing. You okay. know? And then I've had games where I, like the biggest chunks of gaming I've had was during camp. So I remember when I was fighting Darren Till, I got hell stuck into Warcraft Classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, Classic. And like I got to raid, like I got from nothing to like raid gear that mm. those two weeks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> same, or like all my massive amount of progress for, 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 for games comes from fight week. So that's, yeah. that's been with things like don't stuff together. Don't know if you ever played that salt yeah. sanctuary. Don't know if you ever played that. It's uh, <laughs> these games are all like, like uh, dark souls one, just like all these, I don't know, just games you got to put, Put a bit of beef in there. But anyway, All yes. Right, well, yes. Great. Here's gaming. the problem though. So I was I was wrong on that. That was actually very cool to hear. But the problem you have is that you have Diablo, and there's also a little game that I know you're very excited about. Final Fantasy is releasing on the 22nd of June. You're gonna have both to choose between. Gun to your head, who what do you choose? Fight camp. Oh. <laughs> it's, it it's not easy. Well, I don't know what I'll be playing at that stage. Like, and I don't want to give away what I've been playing lately. I don't want to yeah. give it away just yet either. Because fair, that's fair. A, 
It's a whole segment in itself. But, <laughs> but, but um, I still don't know if I'll make the commitment to Diablo 4. I'm still, in terms of online games, I'm playing Ragnarok Online a lot still. And Fair. I love that career MMO. But mm. oh, Diablo 4, it, I don't know. Online games for me are a bit hard unless I'm given the time to just do things at my own pace and I don't feel yeah. like I'm being left behind. It's, yeah. it's tricky. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, this weekend, I'm definitely going to be giving it a go in the early access. Not to the stage where I can do a full review, but I'll definitely give my impressions of the next podcast. What class are you going to play? Uh, Look, because people kept saying it was overpowered, that I just want to do the Necro, because I'm sure that they've nerfed it a little bit. Of course you do. (laughs) But I'm not going to play as a druid. People say it's trash. Dude, I want to play as a druid. Yeah, but you're a sucker for punishment. We know that about you. It's either barbarian or druid, and the druid will only be a certain type, and that's the obviously the the shapeshifter one, the werewolf one. Fair, fair. But I don't know. I'll give some YouTube videos a watch and see what the go is. But I'm a, like I just love playing as the OP class. Just give it to me. I don't care. Yeah. Make it make yeah. it easy for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is it is public trading gonna be a thing on this? I I have no idea to be honest. Um I, all, like- all I know is that a lot of the reviews that review uh Diablo 4, um the microtransaction store wasn't up yet. A lot of those kind of connectivity stuff wasn't mm. up yet. So it could actually be, but I don't know if any of the reviews would have mentioned Can- that. Can you trade with uh, – because I, I remember remember what happened in Diablo 3. They had the marketplace mm. where you could buy and sell items and mm. then it just got absolutely hammered by bots. Yeah, I mean, that, that and, does, doesn't surprise me. So, but, then got, they, but then they cut trading out altogether, yeah. which was terrible for the game in my opinion. Fair. So someone um, here on Reddit is saying that there is trading. Uh, I hope so. Full information on how oh, I'll have to send it to you, but if um, if there's trading, I'll probably will play with the boys because yeah. I'll wait till they're nice and geared and then come in and scab. Fair, yeah. <laughs> so this person here says you can trade rares that have very good stats that you need and imprint a legendary aspect on them, and you also cannot trade most resources like crafting materials. Gold can be traded, but it's mostly used used for respecking and repairs. So uh-huh. there you go. Yeah. But you can trade items. Oh, okay, we'll yeah, have to see you, how this you can goes. Trade. Yeah, you can trade. Let's see how this goes. Should be interesting. But the next uh, game series that we have, and, and another one that you're excited for, Rob, so Metal Gear Solid, as I like to refer to it as Master Gear Solid 3 Remake yeah. fucking you, Snake you Eater. You really like, went, <laughs> on a, went on a roller coaster with that one Oh, mate, week. I just kept saying Master, and I didn't know what the hell was you wrong did. with me. I didn't even want to bring it up because like you were so stuck in a loop. It's like... <laughs> It's like you were rubber banding in your brain, dude. Like, I needed like a reset. You know, you needed to like press my button as I like reset. And I just I couldn't get it right, yeah. and now I'm in the same freaking loop again. But Metal Gear Solid Three, I got it right the first time this time. So there's a bit of controversy, Rob, about about this remake. Mm. That we know there's been a bit of controversy just in general with Kojima leaving and everything with Konami and a lot of that stuff, right? But the one specific one that I wanted to talk about today is that so. When, when was Metal Gear Solid 3, like Snake Eater, when was it actually released? It was a fair while ago, right? You you played it back in the day. Very long ago. Very long ago. So we're talking 2004, I think. Yep. Yeah. So what they're doing, this is a remake. That's almost you ass- 20 years ago, mate. Yeah, wow. man. 19 years ago. Isn't that We're that old. We're that old, dude. <laughs> don't, don't say that. 20 <laughs> years ago, Metal Gear Solid 3 came out. Yeah. So this is why this has become a little bit of a controversy. So they're doing the remake, and you saw, like, it's probably going to look beautiful, high-res graphics, all that kind of stuff. But what they're not doing is re-recording new voice acting. It's going to be the same voice acting from the 2004 game, and Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff was probably recorded even before that, right? And they have a a point, like Konami on, on their side. A lot of the voice actors have passed away. So, like, if you are recording new voices, you have to bring in new actors, and that's probably not as true to the original. But mm. then a lot of people are saying that that doesn't make it a true remake because you're using these old kind of voice audio clips and, mm. and whatever. So, Rob, what do you what do you think? Like, is this much of a deal as people are making it out to be, or are Where, they just kind of the doing what they can? Well, like because that because they're calling it a remake and not recording new voice lines. That's that's the issue, and they're calling it a remaster or something a little bit more light on. Like a full remake, mean, people are expecting. What do you mean not full... recording new lines? 
So for all the characters, all the NPCs, it's li- they're going to use the same clips from and the same audio files, the exact same audio files, right? And they're okay. going to have to do a bit of a job to like, because from my understanding of what they're remaking, it's going to be like you know, uh, in the new engine, they're going to have to like perfectly yeah. sync it according to the old files. Yeah. But they would have had to have done that anyways, unless they were using yeah. mocap, right? We have the technology. We can do it. it I'm <laughs> sure it'll look good, but whether it would sound up to today's standards and whether they should technically be still calling it a remake, that is the controversy. Why wouldn't they call it a remake? They're, I know. They're using, I, like, they're using the, the same lines. Like It's even closer yeah. to the original. I agree. I agree, and and I think oh, yeah. it's unfair because like people have li- like literally passed away. So it, 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 yeah, maybe like, like s- you use those lines, and for the other ones, you like bring back like the voice actors and have them re-record. Yeah, and like the the company as a whole has changed so much since then. Like yeah, we were just we were just saying twenty years ago. Like it's yeah. it's a massive amount of time. Um, I think remastering it and trying to keep it as close to the original as possible to yeah. the point of like bringing using the original voicing is is perfect absolutely perfect like that's that's yeah. what remasters should do yeah. if you if the people aren't around to film to to record the new audio files yeah then you know you got to you got to make make do I, I i applaud the fairness there you go. That, so I, you, I was still looking forward to to Metal Gear Solid Three, the remake, and and all the other like the 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 original games that they're re releasing too. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I um, mate, it's. I think I'm gonna do another run, but like I, I'm really. Oh, I'll get into it in the next segment. I'll explain. You just want to talk about what you're playing. (laughs) I do because I've I've realized something about myself, but I can't quite work out what it is. But anyway, that's look. We got one more games news to talk about, right? And it's about Fable. So another one I'm pumped about. about. Exactly. So, Rob, people are speculating that there's going to be a Fable announcement of some some kind at the Xbox Game Showcase. The reason being, so you know how in Fable, and you'd be able to tell this, you know, better than I. When you're going to your next destination, it's like a glitter trail. Is that right? Like in the game, it's kind of, that's the thing that directs you to the next spot. Uh, maybe. If you remember, I only played Fable One. I didn't like Fable Two. I'm gonna I'm gonna literally Google it and see if it actually Wait. looks like glitter. Does it? Someone, there's a Reddit post. Someone asking, "Can you turn the glitter off?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably probably a yes. Yeah, but, um, so here's the thing. So essentially what's happened is Xbox has released a teaser for the Xbox Game Showcase. They like started off uh, with a glitter trail and it led up to like this computer screen showing the, the logo and the imagery for the showcase. So hinting at something coming and people are guessing it's going to be Fable because it's a glitter trail, right? It's, so, it's got to be. It's got to be, right? And, and I think yeah. the, the big question is, is it a new Fable game? Do we need a new Fable game, Rob? Yep. <laughs> what? What? I'm asking you because I want you to get excited for it. Oh, dude, we needed one <laughs> ten years ago. Listen, didn't it? Didn't they? Didn't they already announce that they were doing a new fable? They, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we, they did. We have no idea about what it might be. Like, when is it going to be? What day? Date? It doesn't matter no as long point. as it's coming. It just said Fab- to, to be announced. That that's all they said. The- the world of Fable. So, did you play Fable One? No, nah, man, I never played Fable. Oh, dude, I not because I don't like it. I just never the backlog's too long, so I just never got to it. Dude, it's so good to the point where, like, I played it last year on my Steam. You can have a look at my thing. I played it last year, mm. and it's mm. still good. Like, it's yeah. not as good as I thought it was back then, but it's good enough. Um, and well, here's the it thing, is Rob. just. The world building is magical. Mm. The characters are magical. Just the Fae and that sort of like Fae world and pseudo Fae magic and stuff. Right. It was just, and it was like one of the first games to really implement decision based mm. consequences. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. It, here's the question yeah. Would you take a remaster or a remake of Fable One? Because. Yeah, the, the, Here's the speculation. People are saying that next year it's going to be the 20th year anniversary of, of the first Fable or like the Fable franchise. Yeah. What better year to release it? 
you know? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure I've heard like them making the new Fable game. I've even seen some things on it. Okay. I, I would yeah. 100% be invested into like just the normal Fable. Just Fable yeah. 1, but redone completely to, yeah. so that it's new. Because it was such a good game. And you know they would add things like face customizing and hair. Yeah, they already yeah. had haircuts in there and tattoos and all that stuff. <laughs> like it was, they had so many systems in place in mm. Fable 1 that just aren't seen today. Like you yeah. remember how we were talking about uh, certain companies uh, licensing and, and patenting yep. certain things. Yep. I reckon they did so of some of their some of the things that happened in in their first game because like right. they had the morality system mm. and based on your morale, uh, whether you're moral, whether you're good or bad, yep. your eyes started getting darker, your skin complexion started changing, and that was such. That was such a cool mechanic, you know, to the point yeah. where if you were full good, you'd look like you'd have a halo in certain lighting looking around. Your skin <laughs> was vibrant and fresh. And if you're full evil, you it's actually cool. grew horns, dude. Like yeah. it was, That's it was actually really cool. cool. It was really yeah. cool, dude. Like it takes a lot for All me right. to go back and play like those games from that era. And I, to do yeah. so last year means, mm. you know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, so you were right. So I just checked up on it. In 2020, in the Xbox Game Showcase, they did announce that a new Fable was was coming. It's in development at some stage, but we haven't really heard about it since. It's going to be mm. running on Forza's in-house game engine, which is insane. You know yeah. how good Forza looks. And it's obviously a racing game versus an action adventure, right? But how good could a new Fable look in the Forza's engine? It would, it would be insane. Man, this is going to be a new flagship, trust me. Yeah, and again, you, you, on top of, of Avowed from Obsidian, whenever that's coming, on top of Starfield, Xbox, it, they have a, the opportunity at this game showcase in a, in a couple of weeks to really kind of stamp their mark as the go-to platform for RPGs. It's mm-hmm, going to be mm-hmm. ridiculous the amount of titles yeah. they have. They've got a lot of premium games like with yeah. huge cult-like followings of yeah. these individual titles to to have them all all lined up nice and juicy for the back end yeah. of the year just, mate. We're looking – can't wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Going to be good. But now, Rob, all right, listen. What we're, what we're watching, playing, <clears throat> what do you want to say? What, what have you been playing that you're so excited about? Okay. Okay. <laughs> what I've been playing is Zelda Tears ah! of the Kingdom. Ah, yes. All right. All right. I've been playing what do you think? it. Tell I've been me. playing it. Uh, oh no! I don't. I don't know yet. I don't know because I'm I'm following like this guide online that's like how to get OP fast. <laughs> I'm like, because and that's the thing I wanted to talk about. I love following those niche guides of like you need to do this, 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 and it goes for like okay. about an hour. But then you are at the beginning of the game, haven't fought one thing, but you've got like a god blade, the master sword, and there's a halo above you. Like I, I love it, and and honestly, honestly, the guide sometimes is harder to get through than just playing the game normally. You know, a normal progression up to that point. It's uh, I just really like doing. It. I I followed them for, um, I follow them for. Um, what all the Dark Souls series because you can like right. do secret skips and jumps and zips and it's like it's so much I don't know I really really enjoy it and uh, same thing in when we were playing Fallout seventy six yeah like yeah trying to do the dodgy stuff trying to get as fast and as powerful as hell without the normal mm. slow progression of in, enjoying the journey I that is my journey my journey is <laughs> is pumped up on adrenaline and steroids as <laughs> so I can just battle yeah. through things you know it's, so what uh, happened what happened with Zelda well no I'm just I'm just working my way through it's um it's okay, daunting right. cool no no I like I'm, I'm still playing it I'm excited mm. I'm excited to play it tomorrow I've only just started mm. gotten off the great plateau yeah um the weapon thing is annoying the hell out of me, but like, <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't use weapons. I go. I got a. Uh, I got a laser sticky taped to my horse thing, and the horse thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse, the horse. I just, I just hop off and mega hand the laser and shoot things. Like, d- 
dude, I can just shoot uh, these. I don't, I don't use weapons anymore. And I just drag that thing around with me everywhere. You it's, are playing uh, Zelda correctly. Tears of the Kingdom. That is the point of it. That's why I th- think what? you would like it because you can make warships and crazy stuff. And yeah. dude, some of the stuff that I'm seeing on you on my YouTube shorts is just people creating one thing after another. I don't I don't get how they do it. I'm too too noob to um to work out. I don't have any of the mechanics like the the mechanical pieces I need to be able to do stuff. I've just got a I've no. just got a death laser. That's yeah. it. That's all you need. And, uh, so that's all you I need. Sticky bro. tape it to my horse and I do drive-bys. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, I think there's a trick that you could do with that laser if you get another one as well. If you attach it to a long stick, and you know how you can press the button that you use to throw a stick or, or a weapon, and if you sh- it shoots it from that angle and it doesn't degrade your weapon, so you can just keep doing it. I'm pretty sure you need to no, test it. If you, if you um. If you just use the mega hand with the laser, it mm. just uses battery life and never degrades anyway. Yeah, but if you attach it to a weapon, it becomes a little bit more versatile. So you don't have to get off your horse and hit the horse. You know what I mean? You just have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You have it on a stick. Attach it. Attach Correct. it. Correct. And then go to throw it. But how do you turn the laser on? You, so when you're in that throwing motion, I believe it just activates the laser because I know it does that with the cannon. So you got to try it out. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't know if I'm right, but I'm curious if, to see if, if I can. But yeah, so the weapon thing annoys me to such a degree. I just don't use them anymore, and I just run around with lasers. Yeah. Like. I love it. That's great. <laughs> You're playing yeah. it correctly. That's what they intended. Mate, it's um, mate. This it, it is. It's it's a huge game. There's like uh, there's so yeah. much to do and so much. This is the first Zelda game I've ever played. So I I spent. Well, you played Breath of the Wild a little bit, but not not enough. <sighs> Like I don't, I didn't get off the tutorial. On. <laughs> um, well, you tried to fight Ganon. I remember you. Telling oh me yes, 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 I did. I got it. off. I got off yeah. the tutorial and then tried to get in the Ganon thing. See, that's the thing that I was watching a YouTube on, like how to get OP. <laughs> get off of YouTube, freaking YouTubers! <laughs> They're ruining everything. But it's 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 great. Uh, I spent the last. I don't know. So I, I drove an hour and a half into the Shire to do training and then drove an hour and a half back. And yeah. I spent all three hours of that plus like 20 minutes here or there in, nice. other, in between other sessions um, listening to the law of Zelda. Great. And, what do you think? And, what did you think genuinely? Oh, mate. It's uh, – I think – like I love how – they tried they they because they obviously brought out the gimmicky games and yeah. like the like the the gimmicky yeah. Zelda games that were just like cash grabs and just like I don't I don't even know what they were thinking right because they were just like Zelda's such an iconic figure <laughs> they, they, they were money grabs they so they did they did the like the, the crappy Zelda games for money and they still put him in the timeline which blows me up like <laughs> like why what why not just say for what it is and just say this shit never really happened it's a fucking throwaway. Yep. Sorry, the, I'm the heating beauty up. I about swear. the Zelda the the Zelda <laughs> timeline. So at one stage, right, Nintendo didn't release the official timeline. They released it in the Hyrule Historia, like this book, where they were like, "Yeah, there's three timelines that split off." Da 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 da. But beforehand, no one knew. Everyone's like, "All right, well, we assume that there's multiple <clears throat> timelines, but everyone assumed that there's a timeline when after Ocarina of Time, where you go into the future, and then one where you go into the past." Right. Hmm. So. Th- we were, they were trying to fit in the games after that point and no one could really figure it out. None, like, not all the games fit nicely. And then Nintendo's like, oh, there's a third one. Link dies as well in Ocarina of Time. That's yeah. one of the situations. I thought that was freaking brilliant. Even though it doesn't make sense. I love it. So every that's, Zelda game now fits somehow. That's my favorite timeline. Where like Link when, dies and they flood Link Hyrule. Die. No, no. I'm pretty sure they're two different timelines, dude. No, 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 no. So, sorry. So, from Ocarina of Time, right? There's one where he goes back as a kid, right? Yeah. There's that one. There's the one where, where he wins, where he wins, and he stays in that timeline. And then there's the one where, where he loses, where he dies. But I don't, I don't think so, the flooding comes from that one, though. I'm, I might be wrong. I, I might be wrong. Or maybe the flooding one comes from when he goes back. The, the, so the, when he goes back in time as a kid and then Ganon happens and then he's not there to kill Ganon and they have to flood Hyrule. Maybe it's that. 
I think it's I haven't watched the, yeah. the, the first one. I listened to it today. So the first one, I think, is the one where it's got the Twilight Princess in it. Well, maybe. I'm, I'm just going to pull it up, Rob. You know, I'm just going to. It's got the something like that. Yeah. In there. I'm just going to pull know. it up, right? I don't so, know. But all of them are pretty crazy. Like, and. Yeah. It's a bit of a mess, which is cool. I like I like the mess time traveling creates because the Ocarina sure. of Time as a game. So I remember watching my mates play it. Like it's such a cool concept. Like I'm such disappointed that I didn't play it then. Um, you can I'm pretty sure Majora, now. Majora's Mask is that first timeline where he dies. Yeah. So uh, so the hero is defeated. The hero is successful, and then there's a child error and an adult error. Right, so Majora's yeah. Mask is the child error. Uh, yeah, you're right. So okay, so uh, the adult error, right? Ganondorf is sealed, but Link has gone back in time as a kid, so it's the Wind Waker that had to flood it. So that's that's what happened. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. but I guess I guess the um the main the main thing that matters, all the rest is kind of bullshit. It just gives you a bit a bit of filler and backstory to to the the mm. things that are mm. happening in in the the current versions of the game what timeline because this is the only one that is open open aired at the moment what timeline do you think it comes from breath of the wild tears Tears of the the kingdom way way in the future like it's like thousands and thousands of years when hyrule is just like completely different Mm -hmm. i can't tell you which of the three but all i know whichever it is it's like ten thousand years here's here's my theory Okay, right. it's all of them. I think it time converges, converges ah! and it's all it. all of the different parts. Because I was listening to a guy speak about it, there are items from every different timeline. There's oh, there's the original sword that Hylia gave whatever his name uh, Link, Link that becomes yeah. the Master Sword. The, the yeah. pearl white sword or whatever. That's actually in the game. There's mm-hmm. there's like the mask, Majora's mask is in the game. There's a bunch of other random stuff. And I, I feel- There's costumes as well yeah, that appear. I feel like that yeah. is just proof that it's all the timelines have converged 10,000 years down the track. And um, I love that. And, and that might mean like this is a technically it's a reboot of the timeline. It's a yeah, reboot of the it's, series. It's like we can just keep it clean from here now, boys. Yeah, let's not fuck <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like start again. Let's go. You know, our two biggest six, uh, successful Zelda games. Let's not fuck this one up. <laughs> I love that so much. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you're having fun, though. For sure. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I don't really know what I'm doing yet. I'm not going to say I'm hooked on it, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm excited to play it tomorrow. So sick. It, sick. it is it is a cool game though. I can see the appeal. Nice, nice. And and what about what you're watching? Are you watching anything at the moment? Nah, not really, not really. I, I was uh, reading a book called Dawn of the Void, which is like a lit RPG book yep. uh, about the apocalyptic. Uh, the the world goes into an apocalypse. Everyone starts seeing stats, and then they got to survive and everything like that. Pretty good book. Cool. Pretty good book. Uh, second one just released today. But other than that, that's kind of what I've been doing. What about yourself? Uh, so I I've been playing a game. Like I, I kind of hinted at that last week. So the game's System Shock. It's just released a remake on PC. Uh, the original was released in like 1994, and essentially. St- System Shock in the franchise, it's seen as like the the spiritual predecessor of a lot of immersive sims like Bioshock and Deus Ex and Prey and Dishonored. Like System Shock wasn't the first immersive sim, but it it set the platform for a lot of them. So essentially Night Dive Studios is like, we're going to remake this thing. And it was on Kickstarter. I supported it on Kickstarter like seven years ago. It's been so long, tons of delays because of COVID and everything. But it mm. finally has come out, and I reviewed it. I reviewed it on my channel, and I freaking love this game, man. I, I, I think really? it's, it, it was very hard to play the original because it's like 1994 graphics and, and UI and controls. Very difficult. And they've just modernized it. They've, they've brought it into an era where it's way more accessible. It looks pretty. And we can, I, personally, I can really appreciate the level design because it's the kind of game 
It doesn't handhold you. It doesn't give you, unless you select the easy difficulty, if you're on normal or hard, it doesn't give you a quest marker. It doesn't give you a waypoint. You're just on this space station and you need to figure out what to do next on your own. The game will give you clues. It's one of those games you need like an actual notepad next to you. Yes. Yeah. 100%. You need to, if, (coughs) if, if you pick up an audio log and it says a code, write it down. If you notice something that's a bit out of place, write it down. If, if uh, Shodan, who's the AI that's talking to you or some of the other characters are talking to you, they mention that you need to do something, write it down. Because if you come back to the game <laughs> four days later, you're going to be like, what yeah, the hell was done. I doing? Write you're everything done. down. And that's the only yeah. way you're going to get through without a guide. It's brilliant level design. Yeah. Well, what I will do is I will, I will take your suggestion, your recommendation, right. and I will wait till there's a YouTuber online that's like how to finish the game in 25 seconds with OP stats and then I'll watch him. <laughs> And then, I, and then I'll watch the guide and, and run following the guide. Dude, you should do a guide. How to become OP in 20 minutes. Oh, dude, I, I, there's, there's no way. I've, there's too many <laughs> other games coming out. And I look, I found it a difficult game. Like, it's not an easy game. You will die many times over. And then I, I watched some reviews, Rob, and some people had weapons that I didn't even know were weapons because I didn't yeah. open every door. I didn't get everything. <clears throat> I was rushing to get the review done. So someone yeah. was like, yeah, there's this awesome freaking laser rapier um, uh, weapon that you can just like one or two shot most enemies. I'm like, I have been using a wrench for that entire freaking game. <laughs> and no one told me there was a laser sword. Uh, yeah. I was so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I can see the frustration there, dude. <laughs> you could have like cut down your playtime by about half. 100% I could have. For sure. But that's the beauty about the game. If you don't take the time to explore everything, and I got every other weapon aside from that one, you you won't be rewarded. And and I reckon people need to give it a shot. Mm. It's 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 a lot of like old mechanics that they've stuck with that makes it might might be a little bit difficult for some players, but if you're willing to stick through it, I think a lot of people will like system shock mm. for sure. No, I, I, I'm in, gonna um I'm gonna put on I'm gonna put on my wish list and I'm gonna look it up. All right. Uh, but in terms of what I'm watching, Rob, I, I've taken your advice and I'm watching uh, Full, Full Metal Alchemist. Brotherhood? Brotherhood. I am, oh, I'm watching that. Okay. So here's the funny thing. I got to the episode that I watched on YouTube at some stage, right? It was the one with the little girl and the dog. And okay. I watched that one and the episode after that. That was when, like beforehand, it was a little bit wacky, a little bit like a lot of jokes and stuff like that. That was when shit hit the fan. I was like, this is like serious. I, I'm re- I'm re- at that stage, especially after that episode, really, really enjoying it. I think it's a f- fascinating concept. <laughs> Mate, what episode are you up to now? Like, what's that? So that the one, I think of episode five. So after the one, and I won't give spoilers, but after the one with the little girl and the dog and the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, th- so that I think it's a 40 episode series. Damn, I got some. I got some episodes Dude, to watch. <laughs> it gets it gets juicy, bro. It gets Great. juicy. Like that's like the very start with the the brothers, mm. and then that is like they're kind of like they're kind of like the door opening, being like, "Hey, this isn't all rainbow and sunshine. You know, <laughs> this is, this is why it's MA fifteen plus." <laughs> oh, is it actually? I didn't realize. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, but it just gets, yeah, yeah, it does, dude. And like, you know, the the colonel that can click, you know him, uh, like, yeah, yeah, like, ah, oh, it's just, it's so good, it's so good, dude. Like, I am so happy to hear you're enjoying it now Great. at episode five because, pro, it is going to get good. You're in for a roller coaster, bro. I'm so keen, bro. I like, and and tell you yeah. what, I act, that was not the first anime I watched this week. I tried to watch. Mob Psycho. Someone in the comments said, watch Mob Psycho. You didn't, I think you didn't I ask me? No, I like ask it. Me. someone suggested it. Because, look, I, I, can't, to them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give a, a full judgment because I only watched two episodes. But I just wasn't a fan of the animation. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's niche Like, you gotta, you got to want to... The, the art style offbeat. is different. It, it, it does get better when he loses his mind for a little bit. Like okay, good, there are moments good. where he loses his mind, he gets yeah. pretty full on. Not full on, but he get it gets cooler. Mm. But it's it's niche. It's not it's not something right. you recommend to someone unless 
they're starting to r- r- like scrape the bottom of the good <laughs> anime Fair. batches, you know. I, I will I, I will keep watching it for sure, but right now I'm fully focused on Full Metal Alchemist. I, I want to get through yeah. that. I won't oh, get through I'll it put, by next week, but I will. Yeah, 40 episodes, fair chunk. But um, I'd put I'd put Mob Psycho and Ranking of Kings in like the same category. It's kind of niche because okay. I know right. a lot of guys talk about Ranking of Kings. I've seen it. It's yeah, fair. yeah. All right, cool. Well, that that is what we're watching, playing, reading, and now we're getting up to the fan questions time. One Malik Lewis asks, "Can we get?" I had to include this. I don't even know if you watched it, Rob. <laughs> Can we get a State of Origin Game One review next week, boys? Obviously, asking that previous week. Rob, did you watch the game? I did not. <laughs> uh, I, I just I just want to talk about how shit we are. <laughs> it's oh, so bad. Come on, mate. We are so bad. Bloody blues, man. We always do it to ourselves every time. Just well, uh, you know, there's there's two more. <laughs> yeah, there's two more like there was last series. And yeah, we came back in the last game and then we lost in the end. I I, I, I'm not a fan of Fittler as a coach. I really do think we need better selections. He didn't use the bench. Like Hudson Young played for 30 minutes at the start. Yeah, he made a mistake or two, but he didn't come back on at all. He brought on Nick uh, like Hines in like the last 10 minutes. I don't understand what he was doing when it came to the selections and, and the bench and everything in that game. And we just couldn't <laughs> attack properly. All of our tries were crap. Right. Anyway. I have to take your word for it. <laughs> uh, watch the watch the game, and you'll agree with me. You'll be a cynic like I am. Um, so that's what I thought, Mike Mal- Loris. And and Queensland scrambled really well. They played really well. Um, so next question from Will Safer asks Rob, what was your toughest fight that you won in the UFC? Uh, easy, Romero too. Thought that so. Was, yeah, yeah. That was nightmarish. That was yeah. such a hard fight. I thought you were going to say like the entire like. Both of your fights with with Romero, but just the second one specifically. The second one specifically because like something was different, and I broke my hand in the first round. That's right, it was that, yeah. So it was such, it was so hard to try and stop him from moving forward, yeah, with 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 punches, and yeah. he had changed so much from the first mm. and second fights. It was like fighting a different dude. Like his body was made out of steel. Couldn't, yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know what what recovery program he was on, but. <laughs> i gotta ask you so like when you broke your hand i'm sure adrenaline's pumping still hurts but when it when when the adrenaline stopped after the fight how much was your hand hurting genuine question uh not much straight away because apparently um the break did something to the nerve so i wasn't really feeling it too much but when when i got the surgery yeah uh to fix it replace it reset it and everything and they put a plate in there it yeah. hurt like you would not believe. I remember oh, waking up in the night and just throbbing in a cast and like couldn't do anything. Damn. Me. Did they have mm. to re-break it to put it together again? Uh, I don't know. I got um they had they I got I got a plate in there now. So Oh, okay. All right. Does that so, go off when you walk through the airport? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered that as well. As yeah. well as like when you you get an MRI and you like, do you have any metal in your body? You're like, I always feel. Yeah, like, that's I? right. I've got mm. like metal like braces behind my teeth, and like, do you, they they do ask like, have you had a tattoo? Because apparently, people that have tattoos all over their body because there is metal in a, in a tattoo, they have to tell them because there there is a chance of skin irritation if you don't tell them. Mm. That. Yeah. Mm. But next question that we have is Spartan Cosmo asking, do either of you have a favorite anime film? Film in particular? Yeah. Yeah. I like this question. Yeah. What's yours? I'm going to tell you, and it's it's so so, um, mainstream, I don't care, but the Mugen Train Demon Slayer movie is so good. It's brilliant. Like the animation, the fights, the story, how... I won't spoil it, but it's. Have phenomenal. you watched any standalones? Or not from a series? Oh, good question. I think I have watched a couple, but they, they were so long ago. It, most of them that mm. I've watched, admittedly, have been from series that I enjoy. Mm. Well, are you recommending I, um, something? No, no, like they're always kind of weird. The movies, I do. They're like they're either like R-rated or everything in between. It, it's it's a strange place, like the films. Love. Um, yeah, I I like the Konosuba movie. Like that's okay. but that's based off a series. If I had to pick one one yeah. actual film, that'd probably be 
Kite. It's called Kite. Kite. It's, okay. I think it's about assassins. I want to say, but it's pretty full. Cool. Yeah. I, but yeah. Yeah. I could be mistaking it. <laughs> no, no. It's. A, I can say it. Kite. A Japanese animation. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah. I will say it just popped up in my head. All right. Someone in the comments rec- was like, hey, either of you watch Goblin Slayer, I recommend it. Uh, have you watched Goblin Slayer, Rob? Bro, yeah. Yeah, okay. So like I, 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 I was talking. No, but I've had many conversations with you know Mackenzie, right? Camel works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time he describes it to me, someone was like, Yeah, you should watch Goblin Slayer, it's great. And then he started watching it thinking it was gonna be like this fun anime. And then it just gets super, super messed up. Every time he describes it to me, I'm like, I'm never watching that. Have, have you have you seen Berserk? No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, is it like Berserk? That was gonna be my re- reference point. It is Full on. It is so good, but like so good. But there's a lot of, lot, a lot of dark themes in there, dude. Like, God damn. Like, b- goblins, adventuring party losers, women, caves. Yeah. 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 I, I, I got the lowdown like, from, from Mac. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it is so good. Dude, just, the main, I love the main character so much. He just wants to put away goblins. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's business like just goblins yeah. like love it love it love it love it love it it is so good and i feel like the intense dark themes only only adds to that so it, it is very good it is very good probably I gotta finish full metal brother it. full metal alchemist brotherhood first i will i will that at least seems more family friendly than freaking goblin slayer <laughs> next up it's not family friendly yeah. <laughs> lurk asked the question what are some things rob that recharge you during camp snacks shows games or a workout that you enjoy even when you're tired um so i in terms of i <clears throat> i wouldn't do a workout to recharge <laughs> it's kind of counterproductive <laughs> but i like yeah. i enjoy like any sort of live sessions we have like whether it's scrappling or sparring or anything like that. I just I like the competition. You know, it's fun. Yep. I can't really snack too much, intense diet. But um, video games, like when I get given like a day off or yep. or something like that. And, you know, I've spent time with the kids so I don't feel guilty locking myself away in the office. And yeah. I just get to sit there, play some games, zone out just focus on just enjoying the game like that is my recharge yeah. that's you got your coffee i remember you talking about yeah, you start in the morning first thing in the <laughs> sunday <laughs> day off brew some coffee come in here plop it down turn on the nice. games and good nice day. all right sick uh next question is from jpr asking robin johnny who is your favorite video game character Ooh, i love this ooh. one ooh. <clears throat> for, for me it would be uh, from 4R3, Colin Moriarty in Megaton, the Irish lad. I think he's a great character. I think he's so funny and he's just such, even though he's pretty messed up, he's such a spark of joy every time I hear him. Colin Moriarty at your service. It's such a good character. I love him. Oh, what about man. you, Rob? Um, oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Would it be like what's your favorite have, game? Have I ever asked you? Like of all time, what is your favorite game? Final Fantasy one? Tactics. So is it from Tactics? Is there a character from Tactics? Nah, nah. Main character, stupid Ramza. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if I had to, top of my head, I just want to say Squall mm. from Final Fantasy VIII. Squall. He's like, like he's such a. He's such a broody character. He's just that, brooding. Dude. Like, he's just brooding. <laughs> he looks like, like it. In, in the entire game, he's brooding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I don't know. That's just the kind of. He okay. is the first guy that came into my head. Fair. Uh, I can't really think of anybody else. Like, I'd have well, to that's, really that's a, that's a good sit choice. down and have a, have a good hard think about it. But yeah. When you're playing the game, you'll realize that that's your character. It's hard to think about all the games you played and specifically the characters, but. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, next question we have is Inside Void asking Johnny and Rob, if you could have any game or any game series remade or remastered, which one would you choose? Oh man, that's a hard. We've had one. a lot of remakes and remasters this year. We have. Right? There's been a fair few. Um, I will say, and, and it's the same game as I just mentioned, Four R Three and New Vegas. They need to be remade and remade like at the same Ooh. time. Release them both. 
I want I want both of them remade. There's no reason why that can't I can I can see three coming back, but I don't New Vegas, like who owns the rights for that? Because that they was do. like fall yeah, no, but Beth- no, Obsidian made it, right? But Bethesda still own the rights. And now Obsidian and Bethesda are both on the Xbox. So if there oh, was any other time, then, like it's oh, gonna ha- yeah. Mate, it should happen already. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Delay Starfall. Yeah. <laughs> Starfield. Delay it. Delay Starfield. If they remake Fallout 3, it's the same assets as New Vegas. So you, you're killing two birds with one stone. Dude, that has to be the answer. Make them the same game. Well, they've done, you know, the the uh, the the mod, what's it called? Tower 2 Wastelands or some shit, where you can play 4R3 in New Vegas at the same time. Like, it's like connected. And people wow. keep recommending me to use that mod. So, yeah, I agree. That would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, um, but yeah, are you saying yeah. that or another game? No, I would Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Every answer, final oh, answer. Just make it again. <laughs> I, I like it. It's or, or Morrowind. That would be a sick remake. Oh, good shout. Oh, yeah. Morrowind. Actually, I'm going to go with Morrowind. That was so good. All right, bet. Uh, last question we have is from Ben asking, "Hey Rob, did you ever come around to the name Bobby Knuckles? Did you not like the name Bobby Knuckles, Rob? I, I just do you not pick, like I, it? I didn't make it. No, I, I like it now. Like it's uh, okay. It's like, the, it's like a fan given name. It's a fan name for me." But um, right. Yeah, I never hated it, but I just never, I didn't make it up. Like, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. You, know? you didn't have an but attachment I, to it at the time. Yeah, but now I do actually because it's been, I've, it's been a moniker for so long. For sure. Well, that's you know? it, Rob. That's all the questions. Unless you, I know you read the comments and you have a question <laughs> or a, one that you want no, to address. I've, I've tried including them in in everything I've been speaking. So a lot of the tangents are based on the comments and commenters <laughs> saying, "Hey, but what about this yeah. or what about that?" So I, I try to include it because we we learned last week when I actually write them down, it just screws up the whole format. I saw saw you come <laughs> this week with the format already done. No need, no need for help, Rob. It's all good. So I keep my. I'll uh, tell you what happened it. last week. Uh, Rob was like, "I want to include some questions." I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." He includes like ten. He's like, "Fuck." I forgot to include their names. Any <laughs> like, of the names. Well, like, go back and we'll add the names. <laughs> the formatting was terrible because I just copy and pasted yeah. it. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's But brilliant. that's us, But man. yeah, if you do have any questions, let us know in the comments. And that's us, man. And another another episode, episode 12. That's it. Continue we are, to we smash are, them out. Yeah, we are throwing these out there. But yeah, much on what Johnny said. If you have comments or you have things you want to hear, listen to, like, dislike, want to hear more about, want to hear less about, yeah. throw it in the comments. We do read them. They are not only the fuel for the podcast, but they are the backbone. That's kind of how we design the podcast around what we're talking yeah. about, how long we talk about it for. So, yeah, for please sure. please do like and subscribe, guys, and that's us. Yes, and thank you so much for watching until the end. If you are here, we'll see you next week. Peace.